we are back for another episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickenich, Zach Riley, Tyler Dyes, Eric Johnson. Uh, post Super Bowl Sunday, so we have a new champion, the Los Angeles Rams, win their second Super Bowl, defeating the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. Um, and it was a good game. It was a real good game. I think it was the best Super Bowl. Second in half left a lot to be desired, but it was a pretty good game. What did you just say, Zach? I said I think it was the best Super Bowl in the last couple of years. I'd say in the last four or five. I don't know. The Chiefs-Niners one was good. The Chiefs had to come back. The Eagles-Pats was good. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, no, I don't like the Eagles. I don't want to count that. Okay. okay. So, awesome. So, All right. So that's what it is. So the yeah. truth has been revealed. No. <laughs> No I just liked both, I it. liked both these teams. That's why. Okay, so basically because somebody like you didn't care who won, that's why it was a good game. Yeah. Or or you didn't like or you didn't not like anyone who won, I should say. Yeah. You're an asshole. Doesn't, doesn't sound biased to me at all. You're an asshole. Why? You just are. I mean, you're the Eagles flawed. Fan. Not that you care. I know you don't. Oh yeah, I don't give it. I don't give a shit. All I bet, right. I bet you the <laughs> my logic, listen. and that's what's uh, what I'm sticking to. I bet the Eagles fans who listen to our podcast are going to love you after that. That's okay, I live down here with with those scum, right? I don't. Oh. <laughs> wow. Coming <laughs> yes. out firing tonight. Taking it to him. Taking it to him. He does not care. Don't care. There goes that man. I'd show up to uh, poker nights with my uh, Giants and Mets jerseys to a house full of Phillies and Eagles uh, fans. I mean, Phillies fans, I don't really care. It's not like Eagles fans and Giants fans. That's not even close to the same. No, they still cared. It's not even close. They care, but it's not on the level of Eagles, Giants. Yeah. So that second half, um, L.A., and Cincinnati tied 10-10 in the second half. Do you have that yeah. bet? No, I'm just saying. And I that coming that. after Cincinnati threw that big touchdown in the on the opening play of the second half. I'll tell you what happened. I mean, they got conservative with their play calling. It's not like it, it the moment was too big for one singular person, it seemed like, and it wasn't anybody who was participating in the game. It seemed like the moment was too big for Zach Taylor because when they got the lead late in the game, they decided to go so conservative. I know Burrow was nursing the knee injury with the sprained MCL, but they got so conservative. They weren't even you know, trying hard to move the ball. They were basically sitting on their, their lead, their four-point lead, when it's thinking our one, defense will make a stop when they need it. When it's turn one, Joe Mixon should be getting the ball. How could anybody with like 10 minutes left in that fourth quarter think, yeah, we're good with this four point? Yeah, we got this. We know we could win this game. Like, how many times are we going to have to see a fourth quarter comeback win from behind for a team to realize they just need to keep freaking scoring? Well, Zach, I'm also this one, a little upset only, about only four Burrow, Wait, what? It was only four points. It's not like, let's not say it's this massive comeback. Well, it's still a touchdown late in the game. It's yeah, a touchdown like, late yeah. in the game, but. I, I just can't believe because Burrow wasn't Burrow the one that got criticized for scoring a lot of points during the regular season. And then he was like, oh, this is the NFL. You don't stop. That's when they ran up the score on Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? They didn't. They obviously stopped in the Super Bowl. And that, that's all their fault. They just well, also to be fair. Sat on to, they yeah, sat on a four point for a half. You can't Burrow do that. blew his knee out. He didn't blow his it. knee out. He yeah, sprained he his MCL. Sprained his MCL. He fucked that knee. Quarterbacks have played through a lot worse than that. Yeah. If he had let the staff take a look at him, he would have been taken out of that game. They were not taking him out of that game for a thing. I don't trust Brandon Allen in the Super Bowl. Just because he refused medical attention doesn't mean if medical attention would have gotten to him, they would have taken him out of the game. Yeah, really. How many fans? Matt Stafford received medical attention. Fine. They didn't take him out of the game. No, they just wrapped his ankle up and said, get back in there, big That's boy. They Eric Weddle. They would have wrapped his knee and thrown him back out there. Eric, Eric Weddle, Weddle tore his pec. pec. Yeah. In the first <laughs> quarter, played the rest of the game. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Two months after coming out of retirement. He didn't even know. He didn't even know he tore it. 
It went pop. He's an animal, Eric Weddle. He's- I'm so happy. I like. I loved him when he was like playing yearly. Like when he came out of retirement, I was like, why? But I, I'm so for it. That, then they had that injury in the secondary, so we like had to play like a lot. I I'm I'm very happy Eric Weddle got a ring. That thirty for thirty is going to be fascinating over those that two month period. But the Rams are Super Bowl champion. Cooper Cup named MVP. He had ninety two yards receiving and two touchdowns, along with seven rushing yards. Um, and you know the Super Bowl MVP decision, I believe, basically came down to that last drive. If anybody else scored it, not anybody else. If anybody else not named Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup scored the touchdown, then Aaron Donald would have been the MVP. Correct. If Matt Stafford gets in on that quarterback sneak, he's the MVP. And Cooper Cup caught the touchdown, so he was named MVP. Neither of these teams played, like, particularly well. You know? That that second half left a lot to be desired. The Bengals look good in the first half. They both look pretty good in the first half. And I also wanted to say that Tony and I, on Sunday night, we were talking, and we came to a, an interesting conclusion. Sean McVay, in the clutch. He's I know not he very won, good. He's not very good as a coach. I know he just won the Super Bowl. Like, I understand that. Granted. Cool. Like, yeah. The guy he beats is his program. last two weeks have learned. They've all learned the same stuff. Yeah. McVay and Shanahan were on that staff in Washington. And, you know, Zach Taylor was under Sean McVay in L.A., so a lot of the late-game situations probably the same when it comes to those three coaches. Kyle Shanahan, who cannot coach late in a game whatsoever, as we saw when he was in the Super Bowl with the Niners a couple years back, saw it that last game Falcons. in the NFC Championship. the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. That, too? Although, I mean, offensive coordinator can only do so much, but the play calling wasn't great. still on him a little bit. Like, that late game situation stuff leaves a lot. Like Andy Reid can coach in a late game situation. These two coaches are not necessarily great in late game situations. And again, not knock on McVay. He won a Super Bowl. Yes, he literally won the game. He won the game. So we're not saying that he doesn't deserve the Super Bowl. He deserves the Super Bowl. But it's just interesting to know. Yeah. He's a good coach. It's just there's other guys I would take with two minutes left in the game on the line. You know, having to manage a clock and all that. I think one of the biggest takeaways from this game was something that everybody already knew but was just blatantly obvious in this game is that if you give Joe Burrow a line, he's going to win the Super Bowl. He would have won that game if he had had a little more time behind that line. On especially especially on that last play when you had Jamar Chase wide open seven yards down the field from Ramsey and Ramsey was falling down. If Burrow had had a second to actually look down the field and see that happening, he that, that the Bengals win the Super Bowl. To Game be over. fair, it was Aaron Donald. Uh, no, I understand it was Aaron that Donald. Line. But he had no time all night. The whole night, he had absolutely no time to do anything. He was rushing. There were plays I was watching him. His pocket would collapse. He would slip out somehow. He would have to stand like three yards left of where he just was. That is completely collapsed by the defense and then throw the ball 20 yards downfield and hope someone's there. After running the ball on third and one to uh, to Pirine, of all people, I would have... Uh... I would have ran it again on fourth and one. I would have given it to Mixon out of the shotgun. Oh, absolutely. And I would have handed that ball off because I think most people were expecting a pass in that situation. And if you think you have one of the better running backs in the game and Joe Mixon, you should have no problem giving him the ball and getting a yard when you need it. I, I think that decision was less on the trust in Mixon and more on the lack of trust in the O-line. Well, I mean, they were able to run the ball for a good majority of the game. Mixon had around, what, 70 rushing yards? 72. Yeah, they were able to run the ball for the majority of the game. It's not like running the ball was really an issue. Enough to win me that bet. That's how many rushing yards he had. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you could, 
even a delayed handoff on fourth and one, you get the outside to overcommit, and then you run back against them. Yeah, I mean, for for a yard, get a yard. With the yeah. season on the line, get a yard. I mean, listen, we we have a very similar conversation about the uh, Russell Wilson throw when they had uh, the beast in the backfield who had just... Trish said that because he can't remember his name. No, that is exactly right. Marshawn Lynch is his name. And (laughs) I remembered his nickname. Give me some credit. Uh, That's not even his nickname. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Mm -mm. What was it? What, What was it then? You called him the beast in the backfield. No, that I just said in the backfields. The Beast was his nickname, wasn't it? Nope. Nope. Fuck. Well, <laughs> and I forgot his nickname. Anyway, moving on. That's not my point. We had the same conversation after they threw the ball in that play. They didn't run it. And then he threw an interception. In well, this case, it was just fourth and one. That put, yeah, that, well, that, that on the goal line is a lot different because it was second down. Yeah. When Wilson threw the interception. Second down with, I think they had like no timeouts or one timeout. And Wilson threw that thing quick. Yeah. And if, you know, Lynch doesn't get in, you're fighting with timeouts, fighting the clock, all that stuff. But man, get a yard. (laughs) That was the clock. You had everything. Just give it to Joe Mixon and get a yard. Yeah, that then at least gets you close to a scoring position. Because that would have put them right near midfield, right? Yeah, they, they ran that play, what, like on the 50? I think it was somewhere 48? right near there. You get you get another three yards, four yards. You could hand that ball off to McPherson and let him try. Oh, no. Yeah, you could. Another three or four yards? He got, he got a 60 You're walking out there and kicking a 64-yard field goal? He got a 60-something yarder this year, didn't he? Why would you just want to settle for that? Why not? Well, you get the yardage. You try for more. If you don't get it, yeah, fuck it. Throw McPherson out there. You can at least try. Has Sebastian Janikowski getting sent out for a 74-yard field goal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but man, I really wanted Cincy to win that Super Bowl because not, you know, they could, they could go back. You know, they could. But at the end of the day, you're still going to have Josh Allen in that conference. You're still going to have Mahomes Holmes in that conference. Joe Bur- uh, uh, Justin Herbert along with Joe Burrow. Lamar Lamont. Jackson and the Ravens. It's, it's going to be tough to get back. It's going to be real tough. You know, you luck out a couple games in the postseason, go on this run. You don't know if you're going to be able to string that together again. There's a lot of teams that we saw that lost. We thought, okay, maybe they can get back. Like San Fran, they haven't been back since. Close. Close in the three years since, or two years since. One quarter away. One quarter away. Falcons never went back. Well, the Panthers while. never went back. Potentially Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's, that's a different that's, situation. Yeah. I feel like the difference the between ratings. the teams you're naming and the Bengals is the age of the quarterbacks that were in those Super Bowls. You had an older Cam Newton. An older Cam Newton that had just won an MVP on a 15 and one team. Next. <laughs> Who was only in his fifth season. Yeah. Next. Yeah, but then he died, like, the next season. Joe Burrow could, too. I I mean, there's nobody that was saying after Super Bowl 50 that that could happen. That's true. Matt Ryan, though, is definitely... Was what, 28? 29? He's done. He He wasn't wasn't then, though. Super Bowl. He also, after giving up all those points, he was never the same. Again, nobody saw that. You're not going to look at me and say Joe Burrow's going to be exactly the same next year. It could be the same thing. He could never go back. This could have been his only shot. I don't think so. People were saying he wasn't going to come back after his knee injury. That's why you got to win it. The the one time, the first time you get there, you got to win it. 
Who is saying he wasn't coming back after the knee injury? Yeah, who said that? Well, I heard people talking about how he wasn't going to come back the same because after you tear an ACL, you're never the same. It's a torn ACL. A lot of people said he might not come back this season. Nobody ever questioned whether or not he was coming back the same. He's a pocket passer. It's also not 1984. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody and their brothers had a torn ACL, it seems like. Hell, Odell just tore his second one in the Super Bowl. Same knee. Why are people calling for turf to be removed? Because turf is the reason these non-contact Odell injuries are happening. ACL on turf. Yeah. Debo Samuel tweeted out they he wants turf put, to be removed. They should just play on dirt. I don't get why they don't. Yeah. Or like it just makes no sense. Especially if it does cause these injuries, why wouldn't you just switch it over? Yeah, Debo tweeted. He's like, I don't want it. You know, I don't want any more Super Bowls on turf. You know why they won't switch over? Why? Because it costs too much money just to do upkeep of grass. Yeah. Over the course of a whole season. What do you? What, it's like you're fifty-two percent more likely to suffer a non-contact injury on turf than you are on grass. Nope. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that That's why because... the Niners were complaining last season about MetLife Stadium? Is that just because turf doesn't slide like grass will? It doesn't give as much. Yeah. But, yeah, if you had to ask, if you took a poll of the league, you know, offensive linemen might not care as much, but your skill position players, they don't want to play on turf. It's just everybody does because it's too expensive to keep grass. They could afford it. They don't play on AstroTurf anymore. That stuff was terrible. That was basically concrete. (laughs) That was huge in baseball, right? Yep. I wouldn't say it was huge in baseball. Just Houston, really, but... Houston and Toronto. Oh, yeah. But even Toronto is grass now. I'm pretty sure Houston is, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure AstroTurf went... Didn't they play on turf at the Trop, too? I'm looking at that now. I think they did at one point, but I know they don't now. I know they don't now. I think they did. Do they now? They're no. fully indoors. I don't think that matters, though. For grass? You could you could have grass indoors. There are five stadiums currently in baseball that use artificial turf. What are they? Chase Field in Arizona. Yeah. Too damn hot Globe, in Life Field in, Globe Life Field in Arlington. So they use turf still. Lone oh. Depot Park in Miami. Okay. Rogers Center in Toronto. And Tropicana Field. They still use turf? Yep. Okay, so Tropicana still uses turf too. Well, Tropicana, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, you have a completely indoor stadium. That was the strangest baseball experience I've ever had. Uh, watching a game in that stadium. Yeah, it's very crazy. Cool. It's crazy down there. It's very cool. You're very close. Everything feels so close. Worth knowing that they the same turf that's at SoFi is used at Jerry World and NRG in Houston. Here we go. This is it. This is it. Uh, Toronto got a new type of turf. The company AstroTurf designed uh, B1K by Shaw Sports Turf. <laughs> so it's mo- still AstroTurf? Yeah, AstroTurf is just a company. That's just what it is now. No, I understand. Yeah. But so it's like normal turf, but that company somehow still exists. Right. The big okay. thing they did there was they put uh, dirt in the infield. That's what I was thinking about. Because they used to have just turf everywhere or, or just what grass in the corners, grass on uh, right by the bases so you can slide, make it a little bit easier sliding on you. But now it's a full dirt infield, something like that. Anybody help me, please? I have no idea, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're grasping at straws here. (laughs) Turf's not my forte. But the Rams won the Super Bowl. Huzzah. Yeah. It's time for next season. It's time for next season. Ready to get going. Apparently, there are more more people at the Bengals parade than there were at the Rams parade. There was nobody at the Rams parade today. Nobody. They don't have fans in L.A. Nobody in L.A. cares. On, besides the moment that they won, 
They don't care. And Zach got on the nerve of the Eagles fans earlier, and now he's getting on the nerve of the Rams fans. Uh, here, we here we go. Well, I actually – I said it the other day. Tom was, said he can't wait to talk about it, and we he's not here. And alas. But I think, I think it was rigged for L.A. to get more fans, although I don't think it'll work. Do you think they rigged the Super Bowl so Los Angeles would get more fans? Yes. Well, that's been the going joke, right? That Goodell changed the script the last second so that Brady <laughs> would lose that game in the playoffs because it was rigged. Yep. And it's now, not like they have a problem selling out their stadium, fans or no. What? They don't yeah, because it, yeah, because they have the money, and why not? It's cool and hip to go see the. Well, no, they don't care where that money is coming from. They're yeah. selling out the stadium on a weekly basis because of away fans. They don't care. See like thirty people at the parade. The parade, the NFL makes no money on the parade regardless. They don't give a shit about that. They don't sell tickets to the parade. There was like 200 people at the LA Coliseum. Who They didn't even have the, the like the, the stuff inside the Coliseum. They had it in the parking lot, which made no well, yeah, sense. Because, well, no, because you can't go in the LA Coliseum right now because they're tearing up the asphalt from the race. The other they're week. still doing that? I think so, yeah. No? Or at least there's probably it's still. It's been like two weeks. The other day, yeah. it's been like a week and a half. Ah, close okay, enough. Okay, well, they. Okay, why not at your own stadium? Whatever. I, but, like, why wouldn't you go to outside the LA Coliseum? Which makes you don't know why they went to Disney. People outside there. You have along a five the parade room. Dollars. There was along the parade room. There was like like nineteen people. Do you see? They, do you see they put Rams House over the hall uh, the Hollywood sign? Yeah. What is that going to do? Cares. No, nobody cares. It, the NFL, in the worst way, wanted charges Rams for the Super Bowl. Yep. And it's all because. What's his name called the timeout? Brian Staley. Yeah. The guy who I thought was far and away going to be the coach of the year. I thought he was a layup of a pick. There was nobody. That was probably the worst parade I've ever seen. That was sad. That was bad. Like, they could probably just have a parade for Matt Stafford in Detroit, and it'd be better than that. Matt Stafford, Aaron yeah. Donald, Cooper Cup. That's all you need to show. You don't even need those other two. You just need Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford in Detroit. <laughs> You're getting 20,000 people out there. In Matt the Stafford spent 12 years with the Lions and now has as many rings as Aaron Rodgers does. Damn. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm also not for these people just throwing Matt Stafford into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. What's that about? Like, come on. Man's been to one. Man Bowl. wins one Super Bowl. Didn't even win MVP in that Super Bowl. And here we are just putting, giving him a gold jacket. All right, fine. If he wins another one before he retires, do you put him in the in the Hall of Fame? Maybe. Depends how he wins it. Does he? Uh, it's true. If he wins MVP, yeah. that's. But, like, probably. if he's carried. I mean, how can you be carried on a team like that? Okay, but now he wins that other Super Bowl and breaks all the records he's he's on pace to break. What is he on pace to break exactly? Passing yards. Is he? Yeah. He's on pace to break it? Yep. If he plays how many more seasons? Brady just retired. (laughs) Brady retired, what, 70,000? 70-something thousand? Um. I mean, and Matt Stafford's what, 34? And hasn't thrown in a 5,000-yard season in how long? He didn't even throw one this year with that Rams offense in a 17-game season. Okay, Matt Stafford has thrown for 49,995 yards. He even 50 yet. Brady is at 84,250. <laughs> yeah, okay, he's on pace if he plays like nine more years. He could do it. He could. He absolutely could. <laughs> Not at the rate he gets banged up. No. Matt Stafford just passed Warren Moon for 12th all time. Who is Warren Moon? You don't know who Warren Moon is? Oh, God. Here nope. It's amazing Man. how for being Big on a shocker, sports podcast, how little you know row. about stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Did yeah, you, Zach, right? Big shocker. Kyle Zach, Zach, do you also not know who Warren Moon is? I've heard of him. Can't tell you what team he was on. No idea, bro. Trish, I'll give you like five guesses. Hey, uh, Trish. Oh, oh, wait, I get five whole guesses. Hold on. Before that, Trish. Yeah. Knicks and Nets are tied at 99. Oh, oh no. Man. Oh, wow. Oh, man. The Knicks have fumbled the bag today. They had a 20 point lead at halftime, and it is tied. Oh, no. 
This is not good. We will keep an eye on that throughout the rest of the podcast. There's three and a half minutes to go in the game. And the Knicks. Tony, John is definitely asleep. He is not staying up to watch the Knicks get beat by the Knicks. Trish doesn't look at that group chat often. I send that message every night the Knicks play. And I get an answer when he wakes up. Yep. (laughs) The Knicks have been outscored. I believe that is 55 to 34 in the second half. Oh my. All right, Trish. Warren Moon played from 84 to 2000. What team is he known most for playing on? Oh, okay. 84 to 2000? Yeah, but he was on this oh, team from 84 to 93. Oh, okay. Let's see. He's known for how many Super Bowls did he win? None. He has no Super Bowls. Okay. And he's supposed to be well known. <laughs> Uh, Offensive player of the year in 90, second team all pro in 90, nine-time pro bowler, led the league in passing yards twice. And he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he is. Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Hey, Tony, that's another uh, (laughs) quarterback that doesn't have a Super Bowl. Yeah. Other than just Dan Marino. He also has – He's a five-time Grey Cup champion. Yeah. Wow. Put some respect on that man's name. Lots of Pro Bowls. He won a Grey Cup almost every year he was in the CFL. He's undrafted, too. Like, that's crazy. Trish, what's your first guess? We first talked guess. about him last podcast. Did we? Yep. We were undrafted players. I was oh, not yeah. uh, part of the conversation. Sure you were. You were definitely part of the conversation. I'm pretty sure you were the one that brought up that conversation. You weren't there. Were you- oh, you were there. Oh, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, because you were up there. You were up here. We're talking about undrafted players. Trish, you got five guesses. All right. Um, never won a Super Bowl. Never won a Super Bowl in the 90s. Oh, my God. I didn't expect to get to this point. Trish, five fucking guesses. Yeah, All right, calm this. down. Uh, the Bears? No. No. No, they they won a Super Bowl in 85. <laughs> well, he might not have started in 84. He still would have won it. Yeah, it's true. Chris, uh, I will give you this. He played 16 games his rookie year in 1984. Oh, so he was just a starter right off the bat. Okay. When you're a five-time Grey Cup champion, kind of happens. Yeah, when you just blow up the CFL, yeah. Uh, the Chiefs? No. Well, he was a Chief, but that, that's not Chief. what we're going for. That, yeah, that was his last team. He played a total of three games for the Chiefs and started one of them. Word. <laughs> and he uh, lost that game. He's own one with the Chiefs. Jeez, own one. This says he's one zero. I see Owen one in two thousand. Oh, this. His final pass was to Troy Drayton against the Rams on October 22nd, 2000, a game which the Chiefs defeated the defending champs 54-34. Okay. (laughs) He might not have started that game, but his last touchdown, he won. Yeah. So, Trish is over two. I am at the moment. Um, Okay, can you give me AFC or NFC? AFC. Okay. Uh, is amazing. Yeah, it's can't think of any AFC team. Calm down, I can think plenty of AFC teams. I'm just trying to think of the correct AFC team. Okay, we want to bet whether or not he says an NFC team next. (laughs) (laughs) There's a fifty shot again. He's gonna be really upset. Yeah, he's gonna be terribly upset. Was he a Jet? No, over there. Although it was an AFC team. Shocker. An underdog. Bill, did he go to the Super Bowl four times? He didn't. No, he didn't. Fuck. Hey, the Nets are now up three. Oh, no. Uh, So he wasn't a Bill. I know. This is is your final guess, right? This is your final guess. This is my final guess, yeah. I'm just running through AFC teams in my head right now, (laughs) trying to think of which one he could have been on. Um, 
Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Oh. This is this is something, folks. What's amazing? He has, just, he has, he has, he has a one in 13 chance. Because he's already got three AFC teams. And you can kind of narrow it down considering the era. That's what I'm trying to do in my head. And like you, you can take out the Jags, you can take out the Texans. That's two AFC yeah. teams gone. It's because they didn't exist yet. Correct. And Seattle know. was in the AFC then, and they don't count. But you did guess that you didn't guess them. You guess I Seattle. didn't guess Seattle. You yeah. guess the Seahawks. Although he did play for Seattle you for a pretty brief period of time. <laughs> 97 and 98. Oh. This team had some of the slickest jerseys in football. That they did. When he played. Oh, man. You're going to need a guess soon. I think we're going to, yeah, we're going to need to start a timer. I'm going to need a guess. Can we get a timer? He's got, he's got 20 seconds. He's just dragging us out. Stop putting me on a clock. All right, you're on the clock. 20 seconds. I started it. Don't do it. Uh, I I started it. Why would you do this? 10 seconds. Is he a Raider? No. Fuck. Raider or, is not a terrible guess. It's, he was a Houston Oiler who would have taken the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Ah. Now that that's over, thank God. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> what, were, what were we even talking about? I, I'm, Matt Stafford I'm, passing yards. Yeah, uh, Matt Sta- Yeah, no. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback yet. No. He'd need to win another Super Bowl and get the MVP. I'd say even just winning it would be fine. If he won two with the Rams after being on the Raiders or on the Lions for 13 years, I'd give him a, I'd give him a ballot. Yeah, and he has like he's like way under 500 for his record. That's because of the Lions. Yeah, but he doesn't get an asterisk next to it that says Lions for this year to this year. Totally should. It's still his NFL record. And I've seen a lot of I've seen quarterbacks go to bad teams and win. Brady. I mean, yeah, Brady. A not many options. It's not like Detroit was like totally. They they went to the playoffs three times when he was there. They were pretty bad. They win. Do you see that ESPN? Post with Matt Stafford and Odell with Eli Jarvis Landry. Yeah, and- that was yeah. the worst graphic ever. Like, what did Eli do to be I'm like? Shut up! That's Two rings, first- get out of here. Have Dave the- Gettleman on that graphic. That was the first thing I saw on Twitter after the Super Bowl. Have Dave Gettleman on that graphic. He's the one who shipped them out. <laughs> Makes no sense. You see what Larry Fitzgerald said. No. What did Larry Fitzgerald say? So they were talking about um, they were talking to Larry about Cooper Cup's season and comparing it to his season in 08. And uh, Larry Fitzgerald said the difference is that Larry has memories, but Cooper Cup has hardware. <laughs> like that's the main <laughs> difference, which it's true. It, it he's walking away with a Super Bowl ring, uh, an MVP, and that is a great quote. You know, Larry Fitzgerald got squat. <laughs> One of the best seasons by wide receiver we don't talk about because it didn't end in a win. Thought it did. It should have. Larry Fitzgerald probably thought he had the play. When he walked into the end zone, he thought he had the play. And then San Antonio Holmes had other plans, apparently. Oh, that was, was a Super fun, Bowl. It's a good game. Was. Made a good amount of money. Yeah, we all finished up. All those Prop bets, yeah. Yeah. I hit like 17, 18 of them, which, I mean, you look at it and you go, well, that's like 10%. That can't be good. It was pretty good. I only won money because of live betting during the game. Which is a crazy thing. Yeah. I was sitting there betting field goal and touchdown every time. Every drive. And then miraculously, as soon as I stopped, the offense stopped with it. So I want to address some retirement rumors. Um, cause there was a few that came out the morning of the game that we really hadn't heard of, you know, in the week leading up. And one of it was, uh, Aaron Donald. 
From Rodney Harrison. From Rodney Harrison on the pregame show for Super Bowl 56, talking about how if Aaron Donald wins, he could retire. Aaron Donald shot those rumors down right after the Super Bowl and said, I, I never said that. Hell of a claim to make. Well, did you see what he said today, though? Like, yeah, it was definitely he, in the back of his mind, the way he was. Th- there is no way he wasn't coming back, I don't think. Yeah. And the only reason it's in the back of his head now is, I believe, is because all the questions that are being asked about it. Also, why not leave on top? Talking about running it back. Everybody's coming back. They're going to try to do this again. They have to. And, you know, there's rumors about potentially Sean McVay retiring. And that's a little more understandable. How would he do that? You're 36 years old. Okay. This is a franchise. This is a franchise with no draft picks in the future. Going to be in cap hell in two seasons. And the talk was Aaron Donald leaving, Odell Beckham leaving, Von Miller leaving, Andrew Whitworth retiring. It's like, okay, I'm going to lose some very valuable pieces here. Uh, by the way, a good friend of the podcast, Bruce Brown, just did a very clutch three from the Nats. If you're Sean McVay, do you want to stick around for when it potentially gets bad? I w- no. Or you just wait, because listen, no matter if you retire, wait, a, it's, it's like Sean Payton. You retire, wait a year, you're the top coaching candidate out there. You find a team that's firing their head coach, even though they're hanging around contention. Well, we just hired their offensive coordinator. So that makes me think. And you got not- pieces dropping like flies like that. I think that would also be a hilarious storyline. Youngest head coach to ever win a Super Bowl retires. I don't think it'd be like it would be called retirement, but it's like Sean Payton is stepping away. It'd be more of that. No, I know. I understand that it would be like a kind but of yeah, thirty-six-year-old head coach retires or however. <laughs> like, I mean, what else you got left to yeah, win? Thirty-six. That would be hilarious. Just always the, the Campbell soup there's, there's always the next ring. Always. Absolutely. I see him in the Campbell Soup commercials. But man, the ra- it's not going to be pretty in Los Angeles in three years. With the way they've just kicked contracts down the road and traded off every single draft pick. But they got the ring. They got the ring. So nobody's going to care then because nope. they got the Super Bowl. Or nobody cares now because they got we've, the Super we've Bowl. Said, we've said for a while now, you can do whatever you want to your picks Whatever you want. As long as you get one ring, it's worth it. Yeah, my thing is nobody cares when you're throwing the parade. Although only eight people were there. Is it it really a parade if nobody watches? Yeah. Good question. Um, But yeah, it's not – it's a good team now, but there's not that much allure sticking around past – you know, Matt Stafford's a free agent one after next year. And I know there's rumors they're working on a contract extension. But he only had a two-year deal coming over. Do you see that there apparently is a team out there that's going to pay $30 million for Jimmy Garoppolo? I, dude, there's, I've saw, I've seen Commanders fans all over social media talking themselves into the fact that they could give up a first-round pick for Jimmy G. That the front office is heavily considering it. That's 12th overall, right? Something like that? 12th or 11th. Not worth Jimmy G. Granted, I don't think that's worth any of these quarterbacks either, but you can get a starter at 11th who's going to benefit your team for a long time. Just might not be a quarterback. The commanders are picking 11th. Yeah, I don't... Jimmy G, 11th overall. Jimmy G is not worth more than a second-round pick, and he's barely worth a second-round pick. With that contract attached to him, He's barely worth a second-round pick. Draft season. Dude, I, all I've seen in the last two days is they've been, just been pumping out mock drafts. I love it. Like, give it – like, just let's get a little break. No. Right to the mock Because draft. I can't look at right somebody in. and say, this is how the, the draft is going to fall when free agency hasn't even started. Like, we haven't even had free agency rumors yet, just rumors that certain players are going to test. You know, I need to see some player movement before I start saying this player's going here, this player's going there. 
I think the Jimmy G trade is the first domino. Whenever that may be. Yeah, I I I I would say so. It's definitely the, like the most talked about name, I would say. When it comes to definitely being moved. The Knicks are about to lose. Huh. Yeah, I was just I'm, I'm oh man. right now. How That's much time is in Italy. That there, there's three seconds left. They're down three. That's a crazy collapse. And the Nets have the ball, but they're checking right now. If the that, Nets get this ball back, that shouldn't happen. John's John's gonna wake up and just start punching air. <laughs> if the well, it depends because they're doing a review right now. Who touched the ball last? Either Randall or Lamarcus Aldridge. Is there anything else anybody wants to talk about other than the Super Bowl? Um, Zach, baseball's not going to happen. How do you feel? Can we talk about it's the not gonna happen. I haven't heard anything like that. Baseball's Zach, not going to happen. It's I'm not telling gonna you. Happen. It's going to happen. Well, what this, are you talking about? They're not even close. Well, well, this. All right, but we still have two months until the season would actually start. You have two weeks until you start losing games. Yeah. Well, we'd be losing spring training. Yeah. yeah. You and have two weeks until you start close, losing bro. games, Zach. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll probably get a half a season. Who cares? It would really hurt oh, the game. Oh, I can't wait for this half a season and then wait to hear about how whoever wins the World Series, their World Series doesn't count, like how the Dodgers won apparently didn't count. Was it the Dodgers who won? Yeah, yeah it was the Dodgers. Uh, that, they, that's didn't bullshit. Count. they didn't play a full season. It's bullshit. bullshit. Well, it's the thing with the Dodgers won. You also got to remember, too, the coaches could just up and say, all right, we're going we're gonna to play and still negotiate. Yeah. It still happen. Um. You guys want to talk? That's not Sorry, the, the owners. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, they would just participate under the agreement of last year's CBA. Yeah. Because it's still good through this year. They were just. It expired on December first. Yeah, it's. It just they started the the conversation in the lockout earlier than it they wanted to. And the Knicks have yeah. lost. It's not going to happen, Zach. You're seeing. Yeah, you're witnessing I, I the dying of baseball. What? You're getting a front row seat to baseball dying. I know it's very upsetting. I, I feel like if we don't have a season or if we have like a half a season, it would really hurt their chances here. And this will shift because I think the NBA is going to move their schedule later as we go. They better not. I think they're going to start, you know, starting games around Christmas. They really should. Yeah. And then just have it go into July. That's yeah. Perfect. I mean, they're all indoor. There's no reason they can't play in the summer. That gives me something else to watch. It gives everybody something else to watch. And then they would have the only thing on. I still wouldn't. Boys, USFL starting in like two months. Oh, that's going to be such competition (laughs) (laughs) to the NBA. I mean, hopefully. Zach, I mean, watching well, baseball. What are you going to be watching more likely, the USFL or the NBA? USFL. Yeah, USFL. That's because we're football fans, but the world yeah. won't. This is yeah, the third that's... time in the last seven games the Knicks will lose a game they led by at least 20. Jeez. That's crazy. That shouldn't happen three times. I wish John yes. was here. shouldn't happen to a Nets team that has nobody on it right now. They're Can collapsed. You... KD didn't play. Kyrie didn't play. No Ben Simmons yet. Can someone check on John? Was Seth Curry playing? Well, John yeah. won't know until he wake, well, wakes hey, up. What do you get? Yeah. Yeah. What was tough, that trick? Tough scene. How many points did Seth get? Did Seth get? Yep. 20. That's Bad. what I'm talking about. Cam Wait. Thomas had 21 and 16 in the fourth quarter. What the hell is Cam Thomas? Who knows? Andre okay. Drummond had 19 rebounds. There I watched go. Andre Drummond shoot free throws, and that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Turning back the clock, LaMarcus Aldridge had 18 points. I watched LaMarcus Aldridge throw up one of the worst threes I ever saw in this game. Yeah. <laughs> Out for the Nets today, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Joe Harris, KD, Nick Claxton. So the Knicks, after making seven three-pointers in the first quarter, Julius Randle had 31 points. No other Nick had more than 18. Evan, I watched Evan Fournier bang like three threes. Evan Fournier had 16 points, and that was it. Yeah. 
Emmanuel quickly had 18, and nobody else had double digits. They're going to blow that thing up, man. Evan Ford, I mean, they're, they're going to just, after this season, they're going to blow that thing up. Julius Randall, this is his last year's in Nick. He's not going to be playing next year. Clay Thompson is a three already. I forgot about that. Yep. It's fun watching the, the Warriors again. We should have uh, bet Looney's assists. Why? How many does he have? Three in the first th- two minutes of the game. <laughs> what? Yeah. Jeez. Has He's anybody not- else seen these Deshaun Watson rumors? Yes. No, what is that? Uh, the Bucks are interested. Minnesota's getting their hopes up. That's why I could see the Bucks because apparently there's rumors that they're asking for five first round picks for him. Oh my God. Yeah, I'd that's, ask for the farm. That's too much. No, I'd ask oh, for that. Excessive considering some of the allegations surrounding him right now. That's what I'd ask for. That are still unresolved. You because still don't how, even know if he's going to be able to play next season. How often does a team get their asking price? I mean, that's what I'd ask for. Brian, and that really seems really directed at the Philadelphia Eagles, who have three this year. Like, that really seems directed at them. Nobody ever yeah. gets what they want. Nope. Ryan Zimmerman retired. They're hoping that five firsts talk down to four thirsts, four firsts, and then, you know, worst case scenario, you take three firsts in a second. Everybody on my Twitter feed is just crying over the next loss. <laughs> it's something, man. Like, they're – are they in a playing spot? It was an, officially a 28-point lead that they blow. If they're in a playing spot, if they, I mean, this is grounds for like Thibodeau to get fired. The Knicks are the 12th seed at 25 and 33. Okay, so they're not in a a playing spot yet because you got to be what, 10? Uh, Yes. And they're Hornets have lost 10 of 13, by the way. Yeah, Hornets have fallen off too. They've fallen off eight. The teams, like the teams, especially the young teams that were like, Really good to start the year. Aside from Memphis, Memphis is keeping going. They've fallen off considerably here as the season's gone on. Cleveland, this, too. Cleveland stayed okay. This is why I liked the Harden trade, because if there's any time to strike, it's probably now when there's no real. I mean, it's not like it matters. Bucks and six. Although, speaking of Memphis right now, they're down three points. To who? Blazers. The Blazers have been weirdly good since trading C.J. McCollum. The Pistons beat the Celtics today. Really? Yeah. The Pist- the Celtics were up big early in that game. The Celtics have been red hot. Yeah. They'd won nine straight. Dismantled the Sixers last night. The Hawks destroyed the Magic. Yeah, the Magic that's, aren't that's good. That's the Magic. 130-109. That's just embarrassing, though. Come on. But the most fun team to watch in basketball right now, boys, those boys down in Arizona. Yeah, the Su- dude, I bet the Suns every game they play. I love watching the Phoenix Suns. The Suns are, are losing right and now 10. Under the rocket. There's nothing like watching a Suns game. Like Their offense is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Chris Paul, like on a nightly basis, just throwing up assists like it's nothing. It, they're, they're, it, they're so much fun to watch. And this um this Cam Thomas guy uh has shot twenty uh twenty one points per game over his last seven games, Tom. So he's a good player. Who the hell is that? Is he the one they got running like point since Kyrie can't? I guess so. Oh. That's he, played a weird... 30, he played thirty minutes, had twenty one points. This is his points per game total since February fourth. 30, 20, 17, 27, 22, 14, 21. Mm. So I've never heard of that guy. I've legitimately never heard of that guy. I believe he is a rookie. He is a rookie. Good for him. Tony, did you bet Devin Booker points tonight at all? Yeah, yeah I am. I need 20. He's got nine. Okay. I, I've got – do you see how many attempts he has from the field? Well, probably like, what, nine, eight? He's four for 12, man. That makes sense. He shoots a lot in the first quarter. Like a That's lot. So much. Oh, Tone. You want to talk Tyler Toffoli? Yeah, Tyler Toffoli traded from Montreal to Calgary. Uh, Montreal got what? A first 
first to fifth, Tyler Pitlick and a prospect. Yeah. The only problem with the trade is when you look back on it, if you know the prospects, the prospect doesn't you know pan out and the fifth doesn't hit, it's basically just a first for Tyler to fall. Yeah. It's exactly what <laughs> there's some is. risk there. Now, I also want to point out for for our listeners, when we were playing PlayStation last night, I've never seen Tony more angry than when the U.S. men's hockey team. Dude, I, I wait every four fucking years. Every, I've watched every men's U.S. hockey game in the Olympics since 2010. And the fact you lose to Slovakia, I understand NHL players don't go all that, but they were massive favorites over Slovakia. Had a one goal lead with 45 seconds left. And you can't even like you can't put it on Straussman, the goaltender. He played a great game. It's they had no finish when they needed. It. They had seven shots in overtime. It, it was meaningless. They had oh, five attempts in the shootout. Couldn't put one past uh, Rebar, the goaltender for Slovakia. Bad attempts. At Bad attempts. Three guys tried the same move. Left-handed shots coming down the left side, trying to come off the, trying to get Rebar to come off the post, and he wouldn't. It's it just bad. Bad. Sucks. And Canada got eliminated, too. Yeah, just saw that. You're going to have a weird team win the gold if the Russians get eliminated. One of either Finland, Sweden. What's the last one? Denmark? Slovakia. Oh, let's see Denmark win it. Slovakia. Okay, right. Slovakia. They beat the United States, right? And then you got the women playing for the gold medal tonight. USA versus Canada. You know, the 1-2 every year. As... You know, the Americans try to defend their gold. But that's going to wrap this episode. I was going to say, you want to wrap this puppy up so we can watch Eichel's debut? Yeah. Jack Eichel making his Vegas Golden Knights debut after they cleared some cap space magically with Mark Stone's back injury. Well, it's funny how that happens, huh? It's amazing, right? Not saying he's not injured. It's just the timing of something. Every episode of the Tony Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes. Uh, twice a week. Shout out to John for putting that in his bio on that website. He's oh, yeah. for Fo- co-founder of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast. Bi-weekly. That's, yeah, that's something. I might make that like the profile picture of the episode. Like totally the, the cover art. Should we should we like yeah. up, update the Instagram bio for that? Just with a picture of John. Just, just with the picture. <laughs> uh, we will see you on Friday for an episode of Too Many Men. Bye everybody. <laughs>